Welcome back to another episode of Be There with J Squared, a podcast where two best friends just sit here and ramble. On that corner, we have Juana Pineda, aka my best friend. And on that corner, we have my beautiful best friend, Jennifer Flores. Woo! <laughs> um, <laughs> today, we're having, yeah, right? We can call it like a chill cast. Like we're just kind of yeah. chilling. Um, it's the first one of these out of many. I don't know. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um. But as always, we'll introduce what we're doing later, but as always, we're going to start off by talking about our week um, and just some stuff that we want to get off our chests. Um, Jenny, you want to go first? Okay, guys. So the reason this podcast is going to be chill is because we recorded <laughs> another episode and it was a complete fail. And yeah. it's our first and it definitely won't be our last. Mm-hmm. So... It's kind of weird because we have episodes for next week already, but like next, next week, not the one you're listening to this week. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like we're doing this in reverse order. But just so you know, these beginning stories, we might have already s- said some of it. So it's like we're repeating ourselves. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, but it is kind of awkward. We got to do what we got to do. Got to do it to him. Um, also, you guys might have heard these stories already or know that this is happening, but like it's whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, you guys aren't going to listen to the other audio anyway, so it's the mm-hmm. first time for most. <laughs> um, so yes, um, what happened to me this week, which actually was this week, um, well, not this week, last week. Um, are <laughs> <laughs> so confused. <laughs> so confused, honestly. That, um, I woke up. I have a really hard time waking up because, um, well, at least in the morning, these past few days because um, I've been going to sleep really late. And um, but the first thing I do when I wake up is go through my email because I want to see if like I have any really important work stuff that I need to do before I get my day started. So if I have an email from like my supervisor, my boss that I need to attend to like immediately, then I'll wake up and like answer that on my computer and then like go do the rest of my stuff. Um, So I woke up and I saw that I had three important um, emails like they were like bookmarked important or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was still, like, waking up. I didn't have my glasses. I was looking like like this, you know, like my eyes squinting. And then <laughs> I realized that, um, you know, okay, first I realized that I had to work stuff. But then on the, like, the last one, I had an email from OnlyFans. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, like, woke up. Like, pe- I didn't need no water, like, ice water or whatever the heck people need to do to wake up. I woke up so fast because I thought that I had made an OnlyFans account in my sleep. <laughs> I had deficiency who? <laughs> 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 because in that night, I tried to like soothe myself to sleep because I was having a really hard time sleeping. And so I did the, what did I tell you, Jen? I, the little like, what are they called? The tendon bowls? Oh, the- um, sound of... Uh- Oh, I forgot what it was called. It's, it's those like bowls that people use for meditation where you hit it and you make a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So I put <laughs> I put that on, on my echo and like it was doing like the whole thing in my entire room. So I thought I went into like this really deep sleep and like made an OnlyFans account in my sleep. <laughs> um, and But I woke up and it wasn't that it was um it was like a like a email validation 
email, like where you they send you a code to like verify your email for like places. Mm-hmm. And it was for like this person that I've never like I've never heard of this name before. I don't even know a person with this first name. And I like the first thing I do is I text Jennifer and I'm like, Jennifer, <laughs> what <laughs> is going on? Um, but then I emailed the people from OnlyFans, which is weird. Like I mentioned it in the audio before, but like <laughs> I never thought I would be like emailing OnlyFans support. Um, but I did and I was like, hey, can you delete whoever's account is using my email? Cause this is kind of scary. Like, I don't want people using my email for this. Um, and they were pretty quick to answer, actually. They um answered and they were like, Oh, yes. Um, and then they also mentioned that like we try to like prevent these cases from happening or blah blah blah. We try our best. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. so this happens like a lot. It's a common thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, well, that's like not safe because your email, you know, that like that, that's my like official email. And so mm-hmm. I don't know how OnlyFans work, but what I assume is people are like, oh, what is this? What account is it? And then they try to log in and I'm OnlyFans is like a subscription based thing. So I'm assuming it would ask for like credit card details and people would just mm-hmm. be like, da la la la. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It was kind of scary because I was like. I thought I made an OnlyFans and I was like, oh my God, what did, I was scared that I had posted. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> but it was a false alarm. We don't have OnlyFans. I've never even like searched it up. Like, I don't even know how it even works. I just wanted mm-hmm. a subscription because like, like YouTubers be making jokes about it. But yeah, I imagine it to be like YouTube. What I've heard is that there's also not just like, like adult content, but there's yeah. also like cooking channels on there. Like people cook on there. What? Yeah. It's just a place, it's kind of like YouTube, but you don't have to, like, censor your curse words and you can talk about anything. Apparently, it's like that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Wow. But I'm guessing, yeah, it would be known for that, you know? like Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it makes sense, because, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, that was, that was, that's one of my stories. Um, You want to hip-hop or you want me to finish with my other one? No, you can finish. Okay, my next little interesting, well, fun thing is that you guys don't know this, but I finally put my shelves up. Um, I wanted to have floating shelves. Floating shelves being, like, shelves that you can't really tell that they're, like, there. They're kind of just, like, stamped onto the wall. Yeah, they're um, installed into the wall. Yeah. And so, um, finally put those up. I've been wanting these since last year, and I told my dad to help me make them. And Oh, no. It's been longer than last year. Right? I don't even know. But I've been wanting them for a long time. I told my dad <laughs> if I could have them, and he was like, yeah... Um, but my dad's really busy and then whenever he doesn't work um, he ends up like doing other house projects at the house so like he's just kind of like you know I can't really be mad at him even though I did get kind of testy sometimes because I was like my shelves (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah Jennifer and I painted these shelves was it February I don't even know like it was it was oh it was a long time ago I don't remember we painted them and they were ready to go like so many things happened (laughs) <laughs> they sat and collected dust. <laughs> they sat and collected dust. I broke my mirror um, waiting for them to go up. I got a new mirror. <laughs> like, everything's just, like, everywhere. Guys, now it's six years and nine months of bad luck left. Yeah, COVID <laughs> hit. Yeah, this is, like, the only thing that, like, is, like, happy. My room looks so nice now. You didn't give me a You broke awesome. a mirror. Seven years of bad luck. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 2020 happened because of me. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, low-key, I was really like happy that I'm not like that superstitious because girl that mirror broke pretty bad like it just kind of went 
and I was kind of like, oops. Um, but yeah, my, my room looks great. Um, I have a really hard time making like drastic changes to my room whenever I want to do anything to my room. I'm always like, Jennifer, what do you think? Or like, just, I, I need <laughs> people's opinions because I have a very hard time with commitment. And then I'm uh, like, let's move the bed to this one now. Yeah, it's like, literally, that's, <laughs> that's all we do to my room. It's like, oh, let's put the bed on this side. Oh, how about this side? And then it's just, ugh. Every it feels time, new though. It does, right? Every single time Jennifer comes over, we're kind of like, ooh, what can we do now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but. I don't know. I like it. I think it was a very nice choice. I feel a lot more happy. It's weird. It's so weird that like in all of these like shows where people like give makeovers to like houses and stuff, they're always like, yeah, like your room should or like stuff in your house should make you feel content and happy and at ease. And I've told Jennifer that before. Where, like I come into my room sometimes and I'm not always there. I'm always like, mm, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It could be better. I could feel better in my own space. But now this is up and I feel a lot better. Like it's been a day and I'm already out here like. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you picked it. Like it's your choice. Yeah. It was like yeah. your conversation. It's like, I want this. Let me have it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have a hard time like, especially with my dad. I don't want to like be like naggy, you know, like be like super mm-hmm. like, I don't like it there. Like put it acá and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. yesterday I was like, no, I'm going to make it how I want it. And I was, he was like holding them on the wall and he was like, my arms are getting tired. And I was like, but I have to like visualize that. Hold on. Give me a second. A little to the Um, left, a little to the right. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I did that. And then he was like, people at at work really have me doing this stuff sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But at the same time, you're trained, a trained professional. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, but at the same time, I'm not sorry because you've held off. He held off on this for a long time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, no, but yeah, I'm just so happy. It looks really nice. but yeah, that's literally all that's happening in my life right now. <laughs> um, okay, so now for my week. Yeet! So I'm going to start on a more like casual tone and, and on a serious tone. The first thing is that, I don't know if you've heard, but do you use Calm, the app? Sorry, not sponsored. But the app, like it's like, it plays like rain and like stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I- I've heard of I- it. I don't use it, but I heard of it. So I use a similar thing. I don't use specific Calm. Uh-huh. Until an announcement came out this morning. Harry Styles is having his own section on it where he talks to you. Stop. And it's like I know. I know. And I'm like, he has such a nice voice that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So I fall asleep to a podcast. Mm-hmm. So this is like next level. I don't know what he's gonna be doing, but it's just called like um, I think three days ago it was released. Like I saw someone post about how like he became some like I don't know if it was like he owned a share of it or he was like a co something to it. Mm-hmm. But here, let me see. Let me go to my Instagram because I like save the thingy. Like you can hear him being like, "Hi, I'm Harry Styles," and blah blah blah. Stop, dude! Imagine like falling asleep to Harry Styles. Like that's mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, it's called Dream with Me. Hello. Like. Styles. That's amazing. Like that's what? amazing. Hello. I'm Juana Pineda. <laughs> I have a I just I made the mistake of drinking water and whenever you played the song, I mean his voice <laughs> I inhaled and it went down the wrong pipe. 
<laughs> I'm okay. I just I wasn't expecting it to be that good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I thought he was like, oh hey. I don't know why I thought he was gonna be talking in a normal voice whenever it's like. <laughs> I imagine him being like, "Ooh, look, there's a bird." <laughs> you know what I mean? What? And then you hear like bird noises. <laughs> oh, and here comes the rain. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Bro, imagine him like sing you a song. Imagine him like being like watermelon sugar. Hi. Ah. <laughs> That's wild. Mm-hmm. Oh my okay, gosh. On a more serious note. On like what? 40 44 states. <clears throat> there's still voting going on, so it's one of your states. Please go and do it. It's serious, and we're not going to be naming names or anything, but be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't take this as a joke. It's not a joke. Please go do it. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah, for sure. Um, especially, like, uh, in the climate that we are in right now, um, that's one of the things that, like, if you are an ally, that's one of the things that, you know, shows your allyship, like going out there and and – voting and making sure that you um are doing your civic duty to help progress this um the country you live in um Mm -hmm. because yeah a lot of people um do not have the um ability ability to to vote vote. yeah the ability to vote and are the ones who face the decisions that um come from those who don't vote um so yeah Jennifer's tweet, right? Do it to him. Go be a cool kid and vote. Um, Go post those stickers on Instagram. Yeah, 100%. Don't just go get the sticker. Like, actually, go go Mm -hmm. vote. (laughs) If you don't deserve the sticker, don't get it. Just go vote and then tell your friends and family to vote. Yeah, voting is cool. Go vote. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, let's go into today's episode. So... We wanted to do something that just made us feel good, you know? Us being selfish, what makes us feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should enjoy it too. So, um, we are going to talk about mind-blowing facts. We haven't, we're gonna... we haven't looked these up, so we're just going to go through some blo- mind-blowing facts <laughs> and just see if we can get mind-blown. Ooh, and we might rate them. Pitch on that though. I can't do it. What happened? I said the pitch on that. I can't do that. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. Thanks. Uh chain professional. You really yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do that. I don't know how what was that thing? I can't do it. I do it so slowly. Um Is that- anyways. <laughs> I, 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 you know what I can't do either? Target. I can't do it really fast. Target. I can't do that. And you know what's weird though? I stutter, which makes sense for me to be able to do it, but I can't do that under command. (laughs) (laughs) It just comes like you know naturally sometimes. Everything comes naturally. Naturally. Ooh. Um, Okay. Yeah. So yeah, mind blowing facts, just like Jen said. You want to start? Or what's up? Okay. I'm just going to click. Okay, so I have a bunch of tabs open where I just Googled, like, 
mind-blowing facts about this, mind-blowing facts about that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't look at them. So I have like seven tabs open. So I'm going to click on one of them. Yeah. You- and let's see what I come up with. Oh, <laughs> mind-blowing <laughs> facts about space. <laughs> Do it to Okay. 15 facts about space that will blow your mind. Let's hope wow. so. Guys, like, you have no idea. I love having my mind blown it's like yeah. the whole world makes sense mm-hmm. oh um we, we're gonna rate them right let's rate them mm-hmm. okay yeah we're gonna rate them um yeah okay go okay first one it says nasa has recorded eerie space sounds that one's okay like i i know that <laughs> girl i've been knowing that <laughs> as a kid you would like google like what does jupiter sound like and it would be like, <laughs> dang y'all! Y'all just visited Jupiter. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> and then Venus would be like, <laughs> how much was the trip that we mentioned last week? What was it three hundred thousand? No, that's next week's. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 like I said, guys, we recorded last week's episode like no, three days ago. No, so. I'm not. No, like a few episodes back, we were talking about being able to go and, and colonize. Um, colonize? And, and, <laughs> not colonize. Well, I mean, that's basically what we're going to be doing, but ugh. Isn't colonizing taking over someone else's land, though? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's no bacteria living in the moon, is there? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we were talking about like going to the moon. What episode it was, in, was that? It was never that you talked. We talked about the um, the space shuttle launch. Remember, and it was like a whole bunch of. Anyways, my point was that like you don't even have to pay that much money. Jennifer can take you on a tour of the universe <laughs> with her. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, my first fact is um. It's kind. Of, it, it's. Related to the Earth, if you want to say it, but not really. Um, it's about the human body. Ooh. So, dude, was that Patricia? I don't know who that was. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> um, so, the fact is that apparently, or yet, it's a, I don't know. It's a fact because it's kind of hard for me to like visualize. But laid end to end, like you know, like head to tail. Ooh, vectors. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. Um, Laid head to t- the, uh, end to end. An adult blood vessels could circle around the Earth's equator four times. And how much time? No, like the length. Oh, like, like it could wrap combined. around. Yeah, like it could wrap oh. around. It's so hard for me to visualize, but like. So, anyways, so yeah, that don't, that includes like the arteries, your um, arterioles, your capillaries, your you know like veins, um, mm-hmm. your venules, everything, um, all of everything like taken out of your <laughs> the human body and just like put as if it was a, a rope. It could circle mm-hmm. around. Like, the tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that. It'll be you can go around the Earth for the Earth's equator four times. That's Which is, crazy. it's crazy because I could never imagine that being in our body because I looked it up, right? And mm-hmm. it's like the, 
the diameter of the equator is 12,756 kilometers, right? And then it says that it can go around it four times. So times four, it's 51,024 kilometers. That's in our body. Like, you know, like it's hard for me to like. The reason that doesn't make sense is kind of like, you know how like there's that one fact that like blew my mind a long time ago where it's like you can group like if it was like if everyone lived as compact as New York or like Manhattan, something like that, everyone could live on this one island, like the whole population of Earth. Mm. And it's like, okay, so if they can live everyone there and you put everyone side by side, how does that how does that make sense? You know, yeah. <laughs> it make sense. So for me, it was like kind of hard to believe because I'm like, dude, how does that live? Like, how does that length live in our body? Like that, it makes no sense. <laughs> but then I was, I started thinking in like capillaries, in a capillary, a single uh, blood cells can't travel freely. Like it's there, it's one, one blood cell can travel at a time. Mm-hmm. So that's how tiny, like how thin it is. Um um, so yeah, they have to be in a single file line, right? White blood cells are smaller, but like a red blood cell, like which is tiny, like so. Basically, it, and capillaries and you know, um, um, arterioles, like those are the are the really tiny. So they have to reach every single part of your body to like um, have exchange of you know oxygen and carbon dioxide and all the chemicals that you need. So it makes sense that like. Those tiny ones could make up a really huge chunk of like distance, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just crazy. And then another thing that I, I looked up—I don't know why—I wanted to know the travel time for this four times, um, but around the equator four times at sixty. I don't know if this is correct, but I think it is. I looked it up on this like website for like um, kids. The- yeah, it was like oh. distance over time thingy calculator. Um, oh. If you travel at 60 miles per hour, um, you can travel around the equator, which the distance of all of these um, vessels um, four times is in 24 hours and 51 minutes. So basically, it Wait, would take. Wait, what? There's no that- way you can. 60 miles an hour, you can go around the equator in 24 hours and 51 minutes. I don't believe that. No, because it takes 24 hours to drive from here to New York. That's what I'm saying. That calculator really did not help. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. But I think what I did, what, the, what happened was, what happened was, is that I changed the... Um, did you do kilometers? I think I, yeah, kilometers? I changed the... Yeah, I, I changed the units. And so it gave me the wrong um, calculation. Um, so then I went from like making sense of the statement that it could go around the earth four times, wrap around the earth four times to being completely confused because of this calculator that messed me up. (laughs) Um, But without that travel time fact, I feel like, prove it. No, I'm kidding. I feel like, (laughs) prove it it to me. Um, That's just weird. Because like, how does that fit in our body? Like we're tiny, you know, like what? Okay. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another one I just found. You would last about 15 seconds in space without a spacesuit. 15 seconds? 15 seconds. Oh, that's longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says, Dr. Ryan Stone, a.k.a. Sundar Bullock, <laughs> had a hard enough time surviving without a spacesuit in gravity. No, no. In, with a spacesuit in gravity. 
surprisingly i've never watched that movie me either and i'm so sad because it's no longer in theaters and i feel like it would have been such a cool movie to watch in 3d mm-hmm. without a spacesuit it would be it would take mere seconds to asphyxiate because there is no pressure in space air expands this means mm-hmm. the air inside your lungs would expand and tear through the tissue mm-hmm. and in such an extreme environment your body will take up will use up all the oxygen in your body in your blood in 15 seconds other gruesome consequences are unpredicted, unprotected space exposure would include loss of bowel control, boiling blood, <laughs> and exploding capillaries and bloating. Oh, no. That's longer than I thought. Because, um, you know, like in movies and stuff, it just goes, boop. Yeah, it's just like you, you go, put your pinky out and then you expand and you die. <laughs> yeah, like, dang, would you just poop it all out then? Is that what it means by not, con- not losing control of your bowel movements? I think so. Um, I think your organs would just explode and then everything's just like, get out. (laughs) We must get out. Mm -hmm. That's funny. Um, I have another one on humans. Um, Oh, this one was weird to me. I didn't believe this one. Because, I don't know, it was hard to believe. Um, it said that humans are the only animals without chins. I mean, sorry, are the only animals <laughs> with chins. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks. I love the delivery on that one was great. Um, no, so yeah, humans are the only animals with chins. Really? Yes, I couldn't believe that. I was like, no, like, no, no, like, mm-mm. What and is then a it- chin? What considers a chin a chin? Exactly. Here I go. I got you, fam. So chins are basically the product of the protrusion of your the lower part of your mandible. So like the fact that your jaw, like your jawbone, like goes out <gasps> when you eat, right? Like that's how your that's how our jaw our mandible is like structured. So that's mm-hmm. the chin, you know. It kind of goes out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like monkeys have to have chins, like because I started thinking I was once, you know how like once somebody points something out and you're like, no, and then you have to like mm-hmm. try to convince yourself that it's not right. Um, I was like, yeah, other things have chins. No, they don't. <laughs> like yeah. I looked up, I was like, do a- like apes and like monkeys, chimpanzees, whatever, do they have chins? And they don't because their jaw, well, their yeah, their jaw, I guess, like goes in. Yeah, it rounds off. Yeah, it rounds off down, like you know, downward towards their neck and doesn't come out, you know? And it's weird. So and then I was like, at least like, you know, like Neanderthals or like the you know, human like you know, species of like the past had to have chins. And then they don't. They were like, no, not even Neanderthals had chins, because their chins also like rounded off. It makes me itchy. Right. So like I guess we're special for having chins and like, <laughs> I don't know, it's weird because I don't know. Also, whenever I read this, the first thing that popped into my head was like a horse. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, a horse? <laughs> does that kind of does the chin? But no, that's just, they're like, no. no. And then when you that's look at this. Yeah. And then when you look at like animal skulls and stuff, it goes like a cone, like inside. I see it dentro. It's weird. But yeah, that's that was kind of mind blowing to me. It was kind of it. It was just I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Whoa, we have chins!" <laughs> so if you're ever having a bad day, just remember to feel blessed that you have a chin. You're like unique. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
there's a fascinating reason why space appears black. You might think that there, okay, do you know whenever it's like, um, whenever you watch space launch or like whenever they're like doing missions in space, you're like, why can't I see any stars? It all looks black. Or when Mm -hmm. it's like, how come we can see stars from earth? But then whenever they're in space and they're live streaming, it's like, you can't see. I actually never bothered to look this up or I think I knew once and then you kind of like, you know, you forget. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's see if this tells us, because maybe my my mind gets blown again. <laughs> um, you might think there's no black space at all between stars at some blah, blah, blah. Um, the phenomenon, phenomenon is called Albert's Paradox, named by the German astronomer in 1823. If the universe is infinite, static, and timeless, then somewhere else, somewhere you look should eventually hit a star. Oh, okay. Okay. It turns out the universe is neither static or timeless because, I mean, it's ever, like, it's expanding. Mm -hmm. Guys, one thing that I want to know is you know how the universe is expanding, right? Mm -hmm. What is it expanding into? Like, what is outside the universe? Dude. I feel like, I don't know. For some reason, whenever I think of the universe, I imagine, like, just white. And then, like, the universe. Like, what we know of the universe. Mm -hmm. And it just, that getting bigger. And making it less white. Yeah, I think if that's what everyone imagines because of like the whole like when they animate like the singularity, it's like there's nothing. Yeah. And then there's a little speck and it yeah. expands. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just imagine white. I don't. But yeah, I had the same question as you do. Like what? Why? How do you? What? Oh, and then it says we don't see stars in every direction because some stars haven't been long, been around long enough for the light to reach us, which I mean, makes sense. But that doesn't yeah. answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> That is true, though. Hmm. I never really, like, thought about it like that. I re- Well, I mean, at the same time, I'm kind of always, like, just like, whoa, space. But I never really considered questioning the stars stuff. Because in my head, I'm like, they're just really far away. So, but I don't know. Also, um, what I imagined was that, oh, okay, that doesn't make sense. Because <laughs> what I imagine is, like, Do okay, so let me think. Let me just go on a whole ramble of everything that's going in my head right now. Do it. So what I'm thinking. I'm just gonna speak like what's coming in my head. Okay. So at first I thought was the International Space Station is really bright. So like it's like numbing the thing, but that doesn't make sense because some places you can be like um in like a forest and then you can see the sky and then you just have like your truck on and then it's like light. So I'm like, okay, that make, maybe doesn't make sense. But then again, the International Space Station is like the size of a football field. So it's huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, but have the astronauts never like, I don't know, like looked at the sun and then we see the camera and we see the sun. Wouldn't we see a big, like bright thing? Like, wouldn't we be able to see like the light of the sun, like some sun rays or something? You know how like, but then again, is it the sun rays are coming because we see the particles that are in like in the atmosphere and then it's like the clouds. So that's why we see, like, sun rays on quotation marks. Yes. But then I'm thinking, like, do they always just fly whenever the sun is on the other side and it's just reflecting? Because the the earth looks bright. It's bright. Right. I wish I had that lighting. (laughs) Whenever you see earth, it's like, oh, my God, it's so bright. It's earth. I know earth is not emitting light. It's kind of like, it's probably the same thing with the moon where it's like, it looks bright, but it's just emitting some percentage of earth's, I mean, of the sun's light, right? Right. Well, also, I'm thinking, like, it also has to do with like the the 
the way they're taking the pictures, like the camera settings that they have on in order to capture the light. Because I'm assuming that it's not going to be just bright, right? I mean, but they're live streaming. How good can a camera be to live stream? Oh, yeah, you're when right. When a camera looks terrible, it looks terrible quality. No, yeah, you're right. No, yeah, you're right. No, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Those are good questions. Because, <laughs> because now I'm thinking. Because, um, whoa, I don't know. Because in my, because, okay, so the whole, like, the International Space Station being, like, bright and stuff. I feel like that work, like, you know, like, I'm assuming you're talking about, like, light pollution out in space. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that works here just because we're so far away from it that, like, the light that is closest to us is what fogs it. You know what I mean? So I feel like even if the space station was so bright, it shouldn't have an effect on the the stars that you see because it's not like you're looking out into like mm, wow hold on that's crazy yeah because it's like to us we look up at the the clouds and it's like wow it looks like a wallpaper because yeah because in my head i'm like it shouldn't interfere with the stars but then at the same time the point is that we don't see any stars <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> whoa wait do you think that maybe okay so do you think that maybe in that instance the light pollution is coming from the sun because right here that's the whole like concept was like light pollution the light close to you that's how you can't see the stars right no no i'm not saying the sun i'm saying it's coming from the international space station because it's a huge area think about it like a football field and it's just like light shining on you yeah but that's what i'm saying like if you're in a football field and it's a bunch of lights like bright led lights oh i see i see i see no, yeah, but even, like, whenever... I understand that, but, I mean, I'm thinking of about, like, when you take a picture of, like you're saying, of, of everything, you still don't see a lot of stars, like you you do when you're down here. So maybe, también, light pollution from the sun is an actual thing? No, but, yeah, I think I think that probably... that's That makes sense, how, like, you can't see it from the... From the... Um, from the... <gasps> Wait, do you think you can't see it? Uh-huh. because it's so tiny and it's never like every time we see stuff it's like it's not like an eclipse by the the sun i mean by the by the earth so it's almost like it's always daytime yeah yeah right yeah that makes sense it's, yeah it's, it's always it's, daytime it's always daytime it's not like the sun turns off oh okay then that makes sense yeah i know <laughs> yeah because I feel like that's the point I was trying to make, but I cannot, I would never have gotten there. No, yeah. This sun doesn't it's turn off. Daytime. It's always daytime. It's not like, well, quote unquote daytime. But yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then on top of that, you have the International Space Station, which is really bright. So it's kind of like double daytime. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped it here, you guys. Yeah, dude. Going to college, who? We gotcha. <laughs> Go to college, kid. Go to college. Please go to college. That was a joke. Oh my gosh. College is fun. It's awesome. Um, dude, imagine like you go you go into NASA and then without any credentials or anything, somebody just walks in and it's like, I figured it out. And they're like, What? What'd you figure <laughs> out? And they're like, You don't even know. Oh my god, that's funny. It's always daytime. <laughs> always daytime in space. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, 
like the people at Ness are like, oh, hey, we didn't even think of that. <laughs> you know, like, the joke is like, why are you sad? Just be happy. Mm-hmm. Why are you in traffic? Just keep going. It's like, yep. hey, man, space, daytime all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, unless you're because ba- nighttime. It's just like turning around. Like it's like, oh, yeah. it's daytime. Oh, it's daytime. Oh, it's daytime. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, nighttime is the earth being like talked to the hand to the mm-hmm. sun. It's like, I've had enough time. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Daytime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm trying to find a. Uh, not so sad one because that was a really fun that was a fun um fact oh this is a interesting it's not like um oh what happened to us rating them i don't know i think are we gonna rate them anymore i don't know oh i forgot i mean we've it? gone through like three of them and they were like bleh and we just started talking about what we wanted <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we're gonna rate them i'll rate them if i want to rate them mm-hmm. if they're really good we'll point it out yeah don't tell me what to do <laughs> i'm kidding um oh okay this is another one um one of the like it says prehistoric surgeries but like it's kind of like um i don't think it's prehistoric because like we have it like we know it happened um but it was um they were they covered um instead of stitches i'm sorry i can't think stitches they used ants to close up wounds oh like pinching yeah so they would have the um ants like pinch the two pieces of like skin skin together and then they'll they'll bite it right and then they'll chip the head off so that it'll stay um in biting position yeah in biting position there you go and then it'll that would be the stitch that would be the the suture it was cool people are smart honestly i would have never thunk of that somebody was probably outside running and then they scrape they like open some like their leg you know they open their knee and then they were it's running. It was a little kid. That's how it was. It was a little kid. And they opened a slice of skin. And they were running back inside to tell their mom. <laughs> and they fell on an anthill. Yeah, they fell on an anthill. And the anthills were like, I got you, fam. And then whenever he got back in the house, he was like, Mom, I opened my skin. And the mom's like, ah, oh, you fake. Decapitation. Decapitation? <laughs> Whoa. Why were you decapitated? <laughs> Because you just leave the head. Oh, decapitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are we talking about the kid? <laughs> Hi, son. I, I, thought yeah. you, um, I thought you confused amputation with decapitation. No. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, that's so funny. I'm crying laughing right now. I really thought you, you meant like amputate the leg that he cut open nope. <laughs> he said decapitation <laughs> yeah 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 Yeah, they would decapitate the um the ants and that was the imagine how hardcore that'd be today like instead of how many stitches you got it's like how many ant hits <laughs> like how, oh, how no. many to take <laughs> oh i yeah. have one that's interesting. interesting go ahead what is it flamingos only eat upside down what a flamingo's whole body is designated to aid in upside down eating because they turn their head and i go bloop 
Because they swallow, they swallow upwards. Yeah. Ew. Wait, what? They eat fish, right? Shrimp. Yeah, they do. That's what they're being. <laughs> it says its what? feet pick up food from the bottom of the lakes. Its tongue pumps food filled water in and out of parts by filtering process. <gasps> it filters out. So it's like you gulp water with it because it's like it's swimming in the water. Right. But his throat filters through the water and the food. Whoa. Whoa. What? Flamingos are weird. Whoa. So the, you're telling me that flamingos don't do that like bird thing where they go, ah, and then like, it'll go down? It says its lower bill is much larger while its upper bill is not fixed. So their top mouth part is the part that goes because they're upside down. You know how our jaw moves? Yeah. It's like their bottom, their top part is the one that moves. Whoa. Well, all I can imagine is like a current inside of their throats because they have pretty mm-hmm. like thin throats. It's not like they have like. Ew. Ew. That's interesting. That's cool. Oh, yeah, because every bird, like, they eat facing up, right? They, like, swallow facing up. That's weird. Yeah. That's interesting. That's pretty cool. Talking about birds, when I went to the beach, not the beach, when I went fishing, Uh a bird got a fish, and I was so uncomfortable because it was one of those, like, sea ducks. It looked like a duck, but with teeth. It was really scary. No, no, no. It wasn't a sea. It was a sea, like a duck. Oh. It looked like a duck. By the way, guys, this fishing story is in next week's podcast. <laughs> oh, was it? Oops. Anyways. Well, when I went, yeah. Um, it it got like a whole fish. Like it was a pretty thickums, like they fish. just swallow, don't they? Go, they go like, oh yes. But I saw the fish make it halfway out. And then he was like, not today. And he went back in. It was like it was me. It made me so uncomfortable. Like, because I hadn't I had just named that duck. I was like, oh, I'm gonna name you Sebastian. And then five seconds later, Sebastian swallowing this fish. It was really weird. It's a circle fly. Oh, let me find another one. Oh, I have another one if you want to keep looking. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Polar bears give off no detectable heat. So it's like if you use like an infrared camera or like on like where polar bears are. You can't, you can hardly see them. Wow. Because they're insulated so well. Like, wow. You know how badly we're insulated? I didn't, I didn't write this one down, but I, I, hopefully I remember it properly. (laughs) Something about like humans emitting so much heat in 30 minutes that we could boil water. (gasps) Ew. Yeah. (laughs) But I get that. Cause sometimes you're like chilling in a Starbucks. And all of a sudden, you're like, why does it feel hotter in here? And you see, like, a group of kids just came in from, like, school. And you're like, oh, that's... Oh, yeah. Something. And they're all sweaty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. Wow. Polar bears really out here being like, you don't get my heat. It's mm-hmm. nice. It says, except for the space in front of its mouth, where a small cloud of warm breath is only outward indication of life. The only outward indication of life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. That's Mm-mm. crazy. They're literally like they're white, and then you can hardly like tell on them on camera. Like that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um. 
It's the circle of life. Oh, I have one. Um, it's it's a it's it's more like of a story, but it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so this Canadian woman lost her wedding ring gardening, and um, she was too afraid to tell her um husband right that she lost her wedding ring. So what she did was she went and got like a cheap looking ring that resembled her original wedding ring. And her husband, he never told, he could never, he never like realized that she had the wrong ring. The fake. Yeah, the the fake ring. She never told him. She never told anybody except for her son, right? So only her and her son knew that she lost her, um, her wedding ring, gardening. And then, so she lost it in 2004. And then she told her sister-in-law, no, she told her daughter-in-law, um, about the ring, right? And her daughter-in-law found the ring in 2017. She found it 13 years later. Um, and it, like thrown out? Yeah. So what happened was they planted carrot seeds and a carrot grew straight through the <gasps> ring hoop. And whenever they were um, picking out carrots, there was a ring on it. And that was her ring. It wow. Was, yeah, it was crazy. She's 84 years This old. could have been solved easily by just buying a metal detector. For real? She was probably like... Nah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a little go like ding, 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 ding. Okay, dig right here. She was gardening. How deep was she digging? I feel like that lady is me. And then she does, she needed a best friend like you. Because I'd be doing that too. I'm like, Jennifer, it's lost. It, it, I'm going to die. Like, it's lost. And Jennifer comes out of nowhere with like this like super brilliant idea that w- did not require that much thinking. But I just don't have the brain capacity for that. <laughs> I don't know back. Yeah. I would literally be like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plant some carrot seeds and wait for it to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to spend some money on another one that just looks exactly like looks it. looks the same and stress <laughs> out about it not looking the same. My husband finding out. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the husband was like, who proposed? For real? <laughs> who gave you that ring? <laughs> I have another one. Bet. Go for it. Flying snakes can glide distances up to 330 feet and turn mid-air. Oh, yes. Yes, I knew this. Wow, that was deep down in my memory. I didn't have it. I didn't get it back until you said it, they can switch in mid-air. I read it those in like those um those library books, you know, like the ones with, like all about snakes or whatever the heck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go like this. Well, people in the podcast can't see me, but they wiggle and they go. Whoosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, normal snakes wiggle, too. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do. They do. Uh, it they says do. they flatten to about twice the normal width, giving their round bodies a concave sea is what catches air almost like a kite. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I have one um, about um, your phones. You know how your phone broke? Yes. Well, it didn't My break. Screen protector. The, yeah, screen <laughs> protector. And now um, he was like, you just sit on it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you don't know because you have an Apple. You have an iPhone. Este, I apparently- put my phone in my backseat. I mean, <laughs> my backseat. My back pocket and I sit on it all the time. <laughs> she said, it's cushion. There you go. <laughs> she said, it's cushion. Um, so apparently Samsung has butt-shaped robots that... They put, um, it. yeah, they put, um, 
the phones in the back pocket or whatever, and then they have the robot sit on it repeatedly and to see like the 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 to test the durability of the, the binding in the phone itself. To Can they sure. hire me to do that? Like instead <laughs> of a robot, instead give of a robot. me the job. <laughs> Just sit. <laughs> Send up, sit, send up, sit. Send up, sit, send up, sit. Ooh, imagine, feel the burn. Squatting with a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have another one. I don't know if you have another one. Do you have another one? No, you can go. Okay. This one's pretty interesting. Um, also kind of sad, but it's interesting to me. So apparently, um, Charles Darwin, he didn't really adopt this tortoise, but, like, he kept this tortoise um, mm-hmm. after his visit to the Galapagos. Mm-hmm. Um, and he named her Harriet. Um, mm-hmm. And she outlived him by... Damn. It says here, it says here by 124 years. Um, what was interesting to me is that, like, she died um, in 20... She died when? She died in 20, 2006. Um, but the fact that, like, Charles Darwin, like, Darwinism and all that stuff, like, it's so, like, it's, like, whoa, that's, like, historic. Like, it's, like, you know, so far away. And this tortoise was, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? I don't know. To me, <laughs> I found that so cool. Um, also, what else, what, uh, the other thing I found cool is that she spent, like, her last years or whatever Living mm-hmm. with um, Steve Irwin's family in Australia, oh. which was, like, super cool to me. Like, she went from, like, Charles Darwin to, like, Mr. Crocodile Hunter himself. Um, and what's even more cool, but this is where, like, it became kind of sad for me. Because I started looking up, like, this, like, the time periods. So, Charles Darwin died in April 1882. And then... Wait, 1982? 1882. Oh, 1882. Yeah. Ooh. And then Harriet, the tortoise, she died in June 23rd, 2006, right? Mm-hmm. But then for me, it's not sad for me. Well, it's sad because he passed away, but it's ha- it's cute to me because I'm like, oh, they were reunited. Um, Steve Irwin died in September 4th, 2006. So they died within the same year, um, mm-hmm. just a few months apart. And so in my head, I was like... Oh, he was reunited with his tortoise, Harriet. Um, but yeah, that was was interesting to me. Because tortoises are cool. Tortoises be wild. Mm-hmm. Like, they out here just outliving everybody. Like, psh, not even a care in the world. I have a scary one. Oh, tell me, tell me. Grizzly bears can run fast enough to get tickets in school zones. <laughs> <laughs> For real? Yeah, it says... Despite weighing a, roughly 800 pounds, they can run uh, the fast... Oh, wait, wait, wait. They can run blah, blah, blah. A Northern American subspecies of brown bear can really move at 30 miles per hour. They can cover ground as fast as a horse. Wow. The fastest human on record of a 100-meter sprint was the rate of 28 miles per hour. So the fastest human of a 100-mile sprint. Was 20 miles per hour. Right. Not even. And a bear can go up to 30. Mm-hmm. I'm never going into a forest ever again. Mm-mm. No. Um, I forgot who asked me. They were like, would you rather um, be in a fight with a lion or be in a fight? Oh, 
Encounter an attack by a lion or encounter an attack by a grizzly bear. And I chose grizzly bear. And they thought I was stupid. And they were like, what is wrong with you? You can't survive a grizzly bear attack. And I was like, but imagine how, like, crazy that is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't thinking I about it, but yeah. Because what I've heard, it's like, if you shot at a grizzly bear, it, like, backs down. I feel like you would have to be really lucky for that to, like, to work, you know? Because some grizzlies <gasps> are, like, some, <laughs> <laughs> some grizzlies are, like, they get used to people being around them from, like, mm-hmm. guys and stuff. You know how, um, you know, that bothers me sometimes when I hear that some grizzlies are, like, put down because they've gotten too comfortable with the people who are in campsites. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, that's, the, you know, like, that's messed up. That's, that's home. And you're going to Do you see grizzlies going up to you and your house? Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't go up into a somebody else's house and it's just like i don't know it was just that makes me sad sometimes when i hear mm-hmm. those stories um you got another one uh no you can go okay so this person um was i have this one right here this person was like people did not under like they were so captivated by this um <laughs> invention so this guy and i don't understand why like it's kind of super simple but um made a pencil with two erasers like an it, eraser on each side and it was pointless <laughs> hey. sorry i was just uh, i was going whenever i was looking through uh facts i was going through um dad jokes because I, I kind of went on a weird rabbit hole and I was looking at Dude, dad jokes. Okay, that's scary because I was looking at dad jokes too. Really? I'm not joking. I was looking at dad jokes. And it's because I was like, I need something to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like looked up dad jokes. And I was like, oh my gosh, should I tell one at the beginning of the podcast? And I was like, no, I'm oh not gonna. <laughs> no, remember when it, so Jennifer and I obviously we text. Remember when I was texting and I was like, oh my god, Jen. And then I was like, oh, never mind. I was gonna I was gonna say, oh my gosh, I'm gonna bring up a, a dad joke, but I was like, no, I'm gonna see if I can like put it into the topic of conversation. But I couldn't. I, that was really uh, bad. <laughs> but that sounds like what do you mean? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of the that's that's I mean that's the joke. It was um I the joke is I made a pencil with two erasers. It was pointless. <laughs> Anyways, my, my fact. I have yeah. one actually. Um, let me go get it. <laughs> I have one that's kind of short. Okay, go ahead. 85% of plant life is found in the ocean. Oh, my next one was going to be about the ocean too. 85%? Yeah, 85% of plant life is found in the ocean. Oh. Who's polluting plant life into our oceans? <laughs> <laughs> 85%. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, it makes sense. The ocean is huge. It does. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, so mine was mine was mine's about the ocean, but it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um. So there is a basically like you know garbage in the ocean. It's a garbage. swirl of it's a swirl of garbage in the Pacific. Um. It's called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Yeah, yeah. I studied mm-hmm. this in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like two, like roughly like two Texases, like t- the size of. Two Texases. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, because I, I was like surprised at the like the size. It's one well of Google according to Google. It's one point six million square um kilometers, and that like got me shook. I was like, what? Like that's what? And I was trying to figure out how that is, and I found it interesting how. Well, it's sad, you know, like, don't freaking pollute, you guys. Like, please, like, try to find... Reduce, reuse, and recycle. Try to find reusable ways to, like, do stuff, like, instead of paper towels, use, like, cloths and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Lower your car- carbon footprint. Yeah, try to, at least. Um. Oh, and the way that it's, like, so huge and, like, how it's, like, insane is because of the currents. It, it looks like a little, you know, like, an old-timey phone. How you like you put it down and it has like the space where you hear and the space where you talk. Um, it's the currents of the um western side of the Pacific and then the side by um the eastern side by California. They all just make this little like swirly motion, right? The currents. And so they mm-hmm. basically just push the garbage, you know, just throughout a sea. Like it's so sad, but it was like the the size of it was just kind of mind blowing to me. Like one point six million square kilometers of just trash. Like that's 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 wild. Mhm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because scary. like those like plastic bags that are there, like they could have been literally. It could be the first plastic bag ever made, mm-hmm. and it's still there. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I have another one about the ocean that's uh, that's sad. Yeah. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Let me move. Let me move. My my foot's falling asleep. Oh okay. no! Wait. Go ahead. Foot. Okay. It's um. If you're ever feeling like you're lonely, and you're trying to wait for Bay and stuff, but you know you just live in that single life. Don't be sad, because apparently, the loneliest creature on Earth is a whale. That has been, and it's so sad because the way that this website made it seem, it's like it's been calling for a mate for two decades and like it hasn't received any, like they haven't gotten a text back. (laughs) Um, So it's known as, well, the the loneliest whale. It's known also as the 52 hertz whale because it's this unidentified species of whale uh, who communicates um, at a frequency that like that we don't know any other whale that communicates at this frequency. Um, so whenever it does communicate and stuff, there's no response because they don't know like who it's calling for or if it even has another of its kind and stuff. Um, it resembles a blue whale. And, um, but yeah, and it's, uh, it says researchers identified the whales abnormally high call over 20 years ago. Um, with no luck of finding anybody who responds to it. What I found that was um, interesting, also funny, is that its frequencies and like its, its communication is picked up and it's seen in the Pacific um, Ocean during August and December, no, during August through December. And then it mm-hmm. leaves the hydrophone range, hydrophone being like the microphones to hear like underwater communication, like underwater mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it leaves the range during January and February. So basically, this 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 whale is like, you know what? Forget New Year's kiss and forget um, Valentine's Day. You know, I'm lonely. Leave me alone. And then it comes back in August and December when everybody's kind of like 
just living their life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of, it was cute. I don't know. I wonder if it, the this this whale is actually trying to like find a mate, you know, trying to find itself a boo thing. What if it's actually being like, you guys get away from me. I'm coming. Get away. This is me announcing I'm coming this way. So get away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming this way. <laughs> Oh, Tell me oh. about December, though. What about? I'm so excited for Christmas. Dude, I'm so excited for Christmas. And I think I realized why yeah. I'm more excited this year. Why? And a point... Okay, so I was watching uh, a vlogger, and they, they were talking about how they, they were excited for Christmas. And I was like, oh my god, me too. I've been listening to Christmas mu- music. I've watched like Chris- three Christmas movies already. Same. Like, I'm ready for Christmas. Uh-huh. And I realized why. Why? She was talking about how why she, she like was so excited for Christmas. She, she was like, she's low-key excited because it feels like maybe then everything would be, quote-unquote, at least back to normal. Uh-huh. Like, some sense of it being everything more, like, figured out. And I'm like, that's so true. It's kind of like, I just want to skip to it and, like... Yeah. It seems like um, it's far enough away for people to start acting smart about life. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm excited because also the same reason. Like I really hope that, that by then it's everything's back to like decent. You know, it's back to safe, safe situation, safe circumstance. Because mm-hmm. I really want to go and um, visit what's it called, Winter Wonderland, the one like by A and M. Yeah, the, never, the Santa. Yeah, that one. Santa's Winter. No, it's Winter Wonderland, but it's like the whole Santa theme thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I've never been, and I've I've always wanted to go, so I think I might go this year, um, and go like, just check it out. Hopefully, mm-hmm. everything's back to normal. Also, you know what? Another reason is because like, you you get to decorate your house. Like in the beginning of of Rona and everything, people were decorating their house in um, Christmas decorations and stuff because they were all they had yeah because they were bored and yeah hopefully everything's okay by them but if it's not we can at least decorate and get distracted mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god i have another one that's kind of funny but also really sad but i don't know if you want to hear i mean share it to the class if you want to <laughs> okay i will share with the class it says that sloths are sometimes <laughs> known to grab their own arm instead of the branch, which leads <gasps> them to fall down. <laughs> That's so sad. It's sad, but I, I laughed whenever I read it because I'm kind of like, man, like, dang, sloths. Just, just really Do they out fall here. in slow motion? <laughs> Imagine. No, they don't. But do you think that sloths, like, whenever they're falling, they don't register that they're falling because they, they're, like, in slow motion? Slow. Dude, imagine, okay, imagine sloths are actually just, like, physically slow, but their minds are moving faster. And they're just like, I'm so frustrated of why I'm moving so slow. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, that just <laughs> makes me sad. Dude, imagine. <gasps> That's really sad. I bet they're, like, out here, like... I'm trying to get a medical degree, but they can't get out of kindergarten. (laughs) They're still out here trying to figure out patterns, but they have a whole outlook on life. Mm -hmm. Dang, dog. Do you have one? A flea can accelerate faster than a space shuttle. When they jump? Yep. A jumping flea reaches dizzying heights of about eight centimeters <laughs> in a millisecond. Wow. 
Let me see. Mm. Fleas are wild. Yeah, it says the flea secret is a super stretchy like protein, which allows it to store and release energy like a spring. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like whenever you have when you see a flea and you lose it, it's really hard for you to see it again because they're they're just jumping around. Just catching midair. Imagine. Oh my gosh. Like that um karate kid that Jackie Chan scene where he like catches the fly. fly. The oh, he didn't catch it though. He like swatted it and then picked it up. But yeah, <laughs> um, I have a world uh, record. You want to hear it? Ooh. Um, I this one's really awkward to me, so that's why I have it on here. Can you guess how long? Oh, how long do you think the world record for the longest handshake is? And not like those intricate handshakes, but like just a regular like hand to just shake hands. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so nasty to me. Just building moisture. Same. How long do you think you... 36 hours. Whoa, 36 hours? Yeah. So, like, they didn't fall asleep? Because, like, they got to sleep. They can't, like, fall asleep. Oh, girl, there's people that are like, how long can I stay awake? And they completely, like... Oh, like, recently, Mr. Beast had, like, a... um, a contest where it's like you had to put your finger on an app and whoever held it the longest, it went on for like two, three days. Oh, dang. Wow. How oh, long anyways, the longest handshake was it, it was 12 hours, 34 minutes and 56 seconds. Oh, that's not long. I feel like we can beat that. You think so? Dude, we just put on Harry Potter, like a whole marathon of it and just shake and like watch it. Because I've never watched, I've only watched the first Harry Potter. But we have but to continuously, we have to, we have to continuously keep shaking. We can't stop yeah. at any point. Think about it. I do the effort for one hour and you just let your hand loose. And then I do the effort. And then you do the effort. And I do the effort. And then you do the effort. Oh, dang. You want to try beating a world record, Beach? <laughs> <laughs> Think um, about it. It's not so hard. Is it? Whoa. I feel like your muscle, like your radio bone would be like freaking crazy. After a while, it would become muscle memory. You know who couldn't do this? PewDiePie. PewDiePie doesn't understand how to handshake. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. that man has such a bad look at handshaking in public settings. Um, yeah, it was these two kids. No, not to these two kids, but these, these two men from Sydney. Um, and they broke it on 2009. I don't know if anybody has tried ever since then. The one before this was 10 hours. So, hey, it's, tw- it's due for a break. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's overdue, Jen. We're going to have to, like, start handshaking, fam. It's weird. I feel like you get sweaty and then, like, it's just, like, weird. Mm-hmm. Sounds nasty. Mm-hmm. You got another one? No, I'm still looking. I got one. You want me to go? Or you want to? You have one. You can go. Okay. Um, this website it says that once a year in um in the Honduran city of Yoro, it rains fish. What? Um. Yeah. So in May and June every year, um, a torrential storm rolls around, and then like. So it's not like actual raining fish, where like condensation happens and fish fall, yeah. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Um, scientists have said that it's kind of like, um, like a tornado 
like a little like mm-hmm. stuffed tornado. Pick them up. And then it picks up the fish and then it drops in. And then I looked it up and apparently snakes fall from the sky and all of this stuff. Ooh. But the most common are fish and frogs. Ew. Imagine frogs just falling. And the just, fish is kind of helpful. Just set up a net in your backyard. Oh, yeah, but it's like a lot of fish. Like, let me see if I can show you how many fish it is. Because um, whenever I was looking them up, it was a lot of fish. It looked like it was flooded, but with fish instead of water. Mm-hmm. Oh, because yeah, because it's just it's also water, right? Yeah, it's also water. Do you think maybe in the places where like it um here look Damn. see like it's a lot of fish? I have a question. Yeah, are they alive while they're still falling, or do they like die from? That shock was my thing. So I feel like maybe some of them um pass away from like. Get hitting each other and stuff. Yeah, from hitting each other. What is it called? Whiplash. <laughs> um, <laughs> do they get whiplash? Do they I have don't necks? Know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, fish have necks. But the reason we get we die from whiplash is because we can't breathe, because, right? Yeah, it cuts off oxygen. Well, also like oxygen to your brain and like. But fishes are squishy. Like they just like bend. Nah, fish don't bend. You can break a fish. But they go like this. Look, 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 look. Oh, I know you're right. You're <laughs> right. I don't know. Well, I feel like they could because they do from like their body. Like they go bloop, bloop with their body. Mm-hmm. They don't do it with their head. So I feel like maybe their head's just kind of stiff. So like if you break their neck. Oh, I thought their head moved with it. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, But yeah, so the fish fall and like it's a whole bunch of fish. So my question was, I wonder if like if it... If it floods in some places, you know, like when the streets are kind of made weird and it floods in the corner of a street, I wonder Mm -hmm. if like the fish just have like their own little party until they are like, they meet their doom. Oh, okay. (laughs) You know, because we're not going to like, I doubt people put them back into the ocean. Like they eat them, right? You would have like days of fish. Damn, poor fishermen. They probably don't have like <laughs> jobs there. Oh yeah, they're like, dang it, ya viene. Um, what did I say? Ya viene May and June. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one. I bet. Greenland sharks don't reach sexual mature maturity until they're 150 years old. 150 years old? Mm-hmm. What it shark? Greenland shark. Also land? known as the gray shark or gray sharks tend to live long lives. As the longest living vertebrate on a planet, they can swim around the ocean for about 400 years and don't reach sexual maturity until they're 150. Dang! 400 mm-hmm. years? That's insane. That's wild! Oh my god, imagine being a kid for that long. Amazing. You just kind of like... <laughs> you would have so many things to do oh my god that would be amazing dude you could like learn how to be such a good child so then when you become an adult you're like a great child <laughs> you have mastered the skill of child yes yeah it's like a, the skills you develop as a child is like what d- determines what wow. you are wow that is the chillest shark 
like just or like being because imagine not having to like worry about having to reproduce you just ha- you yep. just get a good 150 years of just being you yep mm-hmm. and just living your life oh but then that's also scary because like what if you want to reproduce but, but you, you can't because you're not 150 you're not. years old yet Oh my god, that sucks. Because if they go endangered, yeah. Because like, let's say like in the next like two three years, like they are really hunted for or whatever, and then they can't. They reproduce. can't reproduce quickly, so you're done. <gasps> oh no. oh yikes. Well, <laughs> maybe that's the reason. Maybe they're like um, one of those fish. Not one of those animals are like on a list where you can't get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I have another one. Yikes. What is it? The longest bicycle in the world is over 135 feet long. <laughs> is it like those bicycles with like multiple With people? like a bunch of seats. Oh, okay, 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 okay. How many seats? Um, uh, doesn't say. Oh, let's look it up. It's called tan- Tandem Bike. T-A-N-D-E-M Bike. Oh, tandem bike. Oh, yeah, the tandem bike is the bikes that have different, like, um. Oh, that has multiple seats. That has multiple seats, yeah. I want to go on one of those bikes. Ten. You know which ones I want to go on? Which ones? Have you seen those ones that are, like, circular and everyone has, like, it's like a circle in the center and then everyone's, like, pointing towards the center? No. It's like, it's like, okay, imagine a circle, like imagine a lunch table, like uh-huh. the circular ones where it's like everyone mm-hmm. has their seat. Imagine mm-hmm. everyone's sitting at their seat, but it's a bicycle and it's like, there's a circle in the center, like a big circle and everyone's grabbing it and it just all pedal. <gasps> oh my gosh. Can you like, I'm assuming, right? You can maneuver it and go different places and stuff. Yeah. The circle in the center is like a big steering wheel. So everyone turns it to oh the left. Oh my gosh. That's fun. What? <laughs> oh, it has 35 seats. 35 seats. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it does. I just saw it. 35 seeds. <gasps> that looks fun. That is like not, I don't even have enough friends. I don't even know enough people to do that with. How do they turn? Oh, I think it's all up to the person in front, man. Imagine you just pull like a really sharp turn and all of them just like kind of like fling. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, this one's cool. I don't know if it's true, but it's cool. It says that like we can't sneeze in our sleep in our sleep. <laughs> we can't sneeze in our sleep because our brain shuts off that reflex when we're sleeping. So, oh. Yeah, so you won't wake up from like having to like sneeze. Like you'll you can sneeze whenever you're not like in deep sleep and stuff. Like probably I'm assuming whenever you're like close to like waking up and stuff um you'll be able to sneeze but your body is like you know what this reflex we got right here not important (laughs) it's insane so but you can fart i mean that's i guess that's just like letting out air yeah because it's like pressure a lot of muscles involving and like (laughs) yeah i think (laughs) like oh you know what i feel like because if you sneeze in your sleep you can't recover from that. Like that's a hardcore. Like you know, this it's a whole situation happening mm-hmm. when you sneeze. Like that, that might be your body being like, it's not worth the sleep that we're gonna lose from um, <laughs> sneezing. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I have another one. What is it? Clams have feet. Clams? Yeah. While it might not look like it, clams have a big tongue that sometimes protrudes through the shell to poke around the ocean floor, which is actually what are actually what we are actually seeing is a foot. So they like push with their tongue. So not a tongue, a foot. It's a foot. Wait, do they feel around the ocean floor? Is that what you said? They like push off in the ocean to like oh move. Oh, whoa. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I thought that clams just kind of like sat there. <laughs> like, wherever they developed. I thought it was the ocean really... current. Like, Well, I mean, yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. Wherever they end up, that's where they are until like the next one comes. Mm-hmm. That's weird. They can actually like push off. Mm. Um, okay. So apparently, um, leopards, uh, they can't hide. Because they're mm-hmm. always spotted. I knew that one. Sorry, I know. I was trying to figure <laughs> out how to. I'm not good at these, so I'm trying. I was trying to figure out how to put it. That was another dad joke. If you guys didn't get it, it says, "Why can't leopards hide? <laughs> because they're always spotted." <laughs> um, I have a, another one though. Let me see. Oh. Oh, this is this is another story. I don't know if it's like another story fact. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's do yours and then I'll do one more. And then if we want to do one more, we'll end it on that. Okay, sounds good. This is a story one. It says mm-hmm. long after I'm gonna read it from the from the website because it's like a story kind of. <clears throat> okay. It says long after World War II ended, a Japanese soldier named Hiru Onoda. I'm I'm not pronouncing these right. Um, he hid in the jungle on the Pacific island of Lumbeg, where he held out for 29 years, refusing to believe that the war was over. The man who found him, uh, Norio Suzuki, was traveling around the world to look for, in his own world, words, Lieutenant Anado, a panda, and the ab- abominable snowman. <laughs> In that order. So he was looking for the lieutenant. And then he was like, I'm looking for a panda. And then <laughs> if all else fails, I'm going to find the abominable snowman. Suzuki um, returned to Japan with Onoda's story, which immediately became a sensation. Embarrassed, the Japanese government located Onoda's commander officer, Major Yoshimi Tanguchi, who had since become a bookseller. Wow. And then Tenguchi flew to Lombok and relieved Onoda of his duties, much to the relief of the locals, because apparently he was harassing them for like 30 years um, because he was misguided um, and trying to help um, the efforts for like to have Japan win the war. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's wild. So he was like, no, the war is not over. I must like help Japan. And then like the, his commander officer was like, over with the war and like had become a whole bookseller. What? That's so sad. Because mm-hmm. like he just dedicated him like himself to like something wrong, and then like he was harassing people too. Like, no, no. The war must have messed it up, messed them up so bad. Yeah, for sure. Because like he missed out on like development of like everything, everything. Yeah. Wild. Okay, what do you have? I think we just might end it with yours. Who knows? 
Okay, mine's short. I bet. It, it kind of ties to your first one, which was like the whole everything end to end. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. If you folded a piece of paper 42 times, it would be thick enough to reach the moon. I saw what I saw that one and I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. It sounds impossible, but it's also the whole like, have you ever, I don't know if you've tried this, but I've tried it multiple times where it's like, you can fold a piece of paper more than seven times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it like irks me how like you can't. It's a thing. It. Yeah, you can't. But it makes you, it, okay, so you, you can only force yourself to believe it because whenever you do fold it those seven times the paper becomes like super like thick and then you're like mm-hmm. you can't you literally cannot bend it anymore mm-hmm. also you know what's crazy is there no machine that could fold a paper you know like those um like those pressure thingies yeah like, exactly mm-hmm. wow we have the same brain but yeah like those those machines that you would just have to fold it well i'm so i'm assuming it'll become like more minute minute and so it would make sense. Actually, no, I can't think of it becoming that thick. What, what I assume is like maybe it's like the paper thickness. Maybe if we go a, a bit thinner, like like mm. parchment paper. <gasps> Can you do parchment paper like more times? Yeah, I think so. It depends on like how the, thick the paper is. And also how the length of it. So like it's like long ways and then short ways. So like it'll just be. Oh, no, I thought the size of the paper didn't matter. Well, I don't know for parchment paper. I feel like you could make it like make do it to them. It's one, and then two, and then three, and then four. Oh, actually, no. We'll no, I think that. it would still be too thick. I think it is too thick. Whoa, that's insane. But that's crazy though to imagine that a piece of paper can. Also, how big does a piece of paper have to be for it to reach the moon? Oh, here's just a picture of like a basic eight by eleven, like eight and a half by eleven and a half. That's weird though, because like. You can't convince me that that's how you like. You can reach the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, forty-two times. Like you're telling me that you can fold a piece of paper. Like going to the moon is as easy as folding a paper forty-two times, even though that's not easy at all. But like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, so there's like a whole paragraph under it. I'll mm-hmm. read it. Yep, you read that correctly. According to Gizmodo, all it takes to verify this would be some simple math. If you fold a piece of paper in half, it doubles in thickness. And if you fold it in half again, it doubles in thickness again. Mm-hmm. With that type of exponential growth, it would take about 23 folds for a 0.1 millimeter piece of paper to be one kilometer thicker. So if 30 folds, it takes, so 30 folds for it to be thick enough to reach outer space, 100,000 100, kilometers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was the end of the sentence. Uh, so at 30 folds, it would be 100,000 kilometers. What was that one word? Clicks? clicks. 100,000 clicks? 100,000 clicks. <laughs> Bring it back to the Canadian. And it says, unfortunately, the world record for number of folds is 12. So somebody has folded the paper 12 times. Whoa. I want to see what that paper looked like. Oh, yeah. You know what because I mean? 23, has- which is basically almost twice. Yeah. Record for folded paper folding paper 12 folds show me i want to see oh they used they used um oh the pressure what are they called hydraulic presses oh yes hydraulic press yes yes that's what it's called um it looks like it i don't know it's either that or they use the magnet (laughs) 
it just looks like metal going like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's wild. Twelve times. If they did use a hydraulic press, that's like even more wild. Because like you're telling me that a hydraulic press could only manage twelve folds. Okay. All right. That's it for this week. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday to be, be there, there with, with J Squared. Squared.